Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are traveling today all the way to the Shift Academy in the Netherlands with Linda and Angela. I'm going to say good morning because it's morning for me, but is it good afternoon, good evening for you all or early morning? Good Good evening. evening. Okay. All right. Girly evening. Well, hello. How are you? Hi. Hi, Rob. How are you? We're excellent. Uh, I I love it. Thank you all so much for being here today. Um, But even before we get started, what I'm going to do is just ask you to tell the community a little bit about yourself. You know, I'm Linda, I'm Angela, you know, I'm super cool, you're not, whatever y'all want to say, it's all on (laughs) y'all. Do you want to start, Linda? Yeah, well, in the Netherlands, we are uh, better known as uh, the Slagersdochters, which translates as the Butcher's Daughters. Um, We started, we started in 2015 with what we then called a radio show. It was an internet radio show. We didn't know about podcasts back then. And every Wednesday evening, we started off with a one-hour radio show to talk about the three principles because we thought nobody here in the Netherlands know any, knows anything about the principles and we want to talk about it. No idea if anybody wants to listen, but we want to talk about it. And um, so we started off with this Butcher's Daughters radio show, but again, in Dutch, it's called the Slagers Daughters radio show. Uh, started talking about the principles and uh, a couple of years later that developed into, or uh, six months later it developed into a podcast uh, that developed into our company, Shift Academy. And uh, yeah, we're now um, coaching, training, facilitating. We mostly call each other, uh, call ourselves facilitators and um, spreading the word in the Netherlands. Our podcast by now has um, uh, around 1.5 million downloads. So spreading works. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a small country, mind you. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a very small country. Yeah. Angela? Yeah, so um we were introduced to each other, Linda and I, uh via a Scottish colleague. Uh because Linda was uh with uh, Jackie Ford is her name, uh in um in training. And Linda said, well, nobody in, in Holland knows about, in the Netherlands, know about these principles. And then Jackie knew, well, there's, there's one, there's one uh, woman. Her name is Angela, and that was me. And so um, she made sure we, uh, we got in contact. And it was amazing, our first uh, conversation. I was in Portugal at the time, and Linda was in Holland. And we started talking, and there were so many... Uh, things we shared we, we we were born in the same year we were both butcher's daughters how amazing is that <laughs> and and we both we both were amazed by the simplicity of the of the three principles and how um communicating this and how sharing this could change people's lives so um we just had we just knew we had to do something together although we normally before the butcher's daughters uh, didn't want to uh, to cooperate with anyone we were just like 
<laughs> quite um, well individually uh, focused. But uh, uh, now we so we've been working together since 2015, and it's it's been a ball. <laughs> we're uh, having so yeah, much fun. It's been a ball, yeah. And we've 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 been doing the radio show weekly. We've been uh, well, like I said, we we were facilitating, and and we 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 wrote a book uh, in Dutch again, and uh, we did theater shows. So we're we're doing a s sort of three principles, uh, yeah, stand up comedy, <laughs> something oh, like. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So that's really, really cool. I, I love that. Well, then that was a good point. You said at first things were, you know, you kind of focused or honing on your own, and then it, then it happened. You kind of changed. So, I guess my question would be, what was the shift when you all got from the radio podcast to making a practitioner or facilitators, you know, program? How did that happen? It well, looking back, it 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 seems to me it happened by itself mm. <laughs> although we did we did do a lot of things uh, of course but it's so effortless and it's yeah. uh, we're having so much fun and it's all light-hearted and and linda at the time was a very successful marketing uh, entrepreneur and uh, so she had this big business <laughs> award-winning uh, person she was and uh, i was just uh, i was traveling around europe having fun doing nothing in particular other than writing uh, books and and stuff on the internet and um it's a bit like the you're telling it like we're the nomads and the entrepreneur <laughs> yeah sort of <laughs> <laughs> and then we started doing this radio show and then somewhere at the end of 2016 or the beginning of 2017 linda got really really tired of marketing and um and so she was uh, with me in she was visiting me in portugal where i was with my uh, camper van and then one morning she got up and she thought oh i'm never I, I just don't want to do marketing again and so the idea arose in linda to um to turn our radio show into something well, not the radio show itself, but to turn the, the, the conversation into something uh, more professional. And um, we took it from there. <laughs> I love that. So now yeah. I'm going to go back a little bit. Linda, what yeah. was wrong with marketing? Because that's pretty cool. What was what was the, the thinking around marketing? Because no. it seems like that thinking shifted something that makes that turn amazingly. So now I'm wondering, oh, what was the what was wrong with it or what perceived, you know, what was. What were you thinking? Yeah, was what, what was what was wrong with it is it, it, it's not that that there's something wrong with marketing per se. But per what se, I yeah, noticed yeah. that that um, my clients came to me because they wanted to make more money in an easier way. I was all about ease then as well, but in a totally different way than now. It was all about ease and and ease to make money. But what I noticed in my client that there was always this thinking that the money would make them happy or the money would give them security or the big business would give them security or the, the prestige would give them security. And what I had seen when I, before I, I came, came across the three principles, what I've seen, what I saw when I um, won this quite prestigious award, it was nothing. I mean, it was, it was a class thing. I can hit somebody over the head with it, but that's the only use it has. <laughs> and and it did nothing. I mean, five minutes of whoa, I won, and and that was it. 
so so and and when i came into the three principles it became more clear to me why an award or why money doesn't doesn't make a difference so it started to sort of eh, it didn't feel right anymore that my clients kept on thinking that the bigger business or the or the money would make them happy or, or would give them give them peace of mind and i and i did incorporate the three principles where i could in my marketing but people were so used and my name was like hey if you want a big business and you want money you go to linda and i didn't want that anymore i wanted people yeah i just didn't want to talk about marketing anymore because i thought it's a it's sort of a how would you say that angela an omen. it's a middleman it's a middleman yeah. <laughs> the money yeah yeah i like that yeah like and I thought, well, I'd, I'd rather go straight to what it is about. Straight to source, yeah. Oh, Much more helpful in my eyes. Yeah. Well, Angela, now, now here's a turn. I just detour because that was a beautiful insight Linda just gave us. So now I'm gonna need a beautiful insight for you. I'm, I, I need you to dig for me and just give me one of those insights that you know things look different right after after you had it. Oh, there were so many insights last. 10, 10 years <laughs> it's hard to, <laughs> hard to pick to pick just 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 the one but um well well looking back um one of the major um points in my life where there were many insights was when my my son uh, was diagnosed with uh, anorexia and the whole world wanted to fix him <laughs> and i i discovered that the only thing that was needed was to know his wholeness, to know his innate well-being, to know uh, he didn't need to be, he didn't need fixing. Yeah. And, and also in, the, in that time, I discovered that for me, I needed to look inside. So those were big shifts. It amazes me how many people carry the thought in their pack their backpack, so to speak, unbroken. Yeah. It, it Like, it amazes me, to include myself. Like, the moment I realized I wasn't broken, it was like I had just been born again, almost, in a sense. Like, wait, what? I, I'm not broken? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it was kind of like, it's kind of like waking up one morning and being a totally different gender, race, color, everything. It was like, wait, what? What just happened here? You know? Um, I mean, yeah. it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, but it was, it was so interesting to, to how the dynamic in all of my relationships, my interactions and life, you know, just change with that one thought. I'm not broken. I don't need fixing. When it really settled in me, I didn't need to do that for either my clients, my friends and my family as well. Oh man, that was a game changer. Cause trust me, everybody was broken once I realized I wasn't broken. I was running around trying to fix everybody. I got it, I got it, I got it. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I got it. I... And it was like, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, as soon as, as soon as you think you got it, you get hit upside the head again. It's like, no, you don't, you know. Uh, but now it's like, Oh, being able to sit with them and realize they're not broken. Right. That's they it. have just yeah. as much of access to source as I do. It yeah, may just look it. different for them in my eyes. You know, it was it was just like a softening um, within me. So I love yeah. that. I love that story. Just to be able to 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 sit with someone who's suffering 
and know it's okay. That's mm -hmm. that's a game changer. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So the the Shift Academy, I'm so um, enthralled by it simply because you both are wearing these beautiful sweaters that say Shift Academy, and on the back they say I made the shift because I saw Linda get up a second ago, and <laughs> and I'm hesitant to ask for one because I'm considering <laughs> it may be only for graduates. Okay, so I don't want to get too far in this this deep water of of wanting one of these cool jackets and then can't get one, so I'm just gonna stop here. But uh, kind of walk me through if I was a part of the Shift Academy, what that would look like. It depends a bit on, on what, um, what you want to do with us, because mm. we have, uh, we have uh, a community, which is, uh, we, we call it, uh, if, we, if, if we translate it into English, of course, the name is in Dutch, but we call it the easy, easy Living Coffee Corner. And it's called the Coffee Corner because, of course, it's in a small corner of our butcher shop. Okay. <laughs> and, and there in that in in that in that coffee corner, which is an online community, uh, we make minced meat out of your problems. We chop your concepts into <laughs> tiny pieces. <laughs> we invite you to 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 come and talk to us at the counter. We we have uh, in that community twice a month. We we do group, yeah, like like like. Like it is the in a butcher shop, everybody's talking to all the clients are talking to that each other. Is hilarious. Daughters. <laughs> so we're doing that. And um, in that community, we have uh, monthly videos and we have blogs and we have the podcast. So so it's a it's a whole a whole area, an online area where we also have an app for it, where where people can come together. And that's that's our uh, in marketing terms, our low end offer. <laughs> so we, people, <laughs> people only have still to say. got it. People still got it. I, can't never get it out, huh? <laughs> you can take the lady out of marketing, but you can't take the marketing out of the lady, right? <laughs> and 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 people pay only an, uh, a little under twenty euros a month for that, and 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 get yeah this community access to us, talking to us, all these all these sort of resources. So it's really cool, all in Dutch, of course. And uh, on the other, on, on the far end of the spectrum is our facilitator <laughs> course, uh, where where people who who want to to yeah, spread the word or want to work from uh, three principles grounding, uh, they work with us for nine months. It's a group program, and and we make sure that their grounding is as deep as <laughs> possible within nine months because of, of course your grounding deepens uh, all the time yeah and and next to that we do do what we call shift days which are workshop days we do uh, uh we have three-day ret retreats we call deeper insight all again all in dutch i'm now translating it into english um and, and we do um <clears throat> coaching with people um anxiety one on one one-on-one -on -one. Okay. One -on -one coaching yeah we also do uh, we also have online programs uh, so so i mean whatever your <laughs> preference of learning is or your preference of getting getting new insights we have it got yeah. it you I name it we got it, it. <laughs> so say 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 the shift academy in dutch what would if if i could speak dutch what would i say how would i say it uh, shift academy is there we use the english word okay because so what was no... the one you say Dutch? What is that one called? The coffee shop, the easy living uh, the, coffee yeah, the, corner. What is yeah. that in Dutch? 
De Makkelijk Leven Coffee Corner. De said again? De Makkelijk Leven Coffee Corner. Got it, yeah. The Easy Living Coffee Corner. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm just going to stay with Easy Living. That was so much more simpler <laughs> for me to say. Okay. But here's like a, a quick turn because it just hit me when you say Butcher's Daughter. I My mind has been rolling over here. So I was trying to run the Rolodex of butchering, like any type of imaging I had on butchering. And it's from this comedy movie uh, where these kids are playing soccer. And there's these two kids who are the best soccer players on the team. However, they couldn't come to the games unless they did their work for their father because they worked in their family store of their father and their father was the town's butcher. So <laughs> the story goes, this is the worst kid soccer team ever. And they get this very, very eccentric coach who's doing all this crazy stuff. But then comes these two butcher kids who are the best soccer players in the world. So the story's kind of around them. Well, they get to the championship game and the butcher kids can't come because they have a, a load of meat they have to chop up with their dad. And now the soccer team is in panic because they're going to lose the kids' championship. The parents are all there like, where are the kids? Where are the So they decide to take everybody to the butcher shop and everyone starts working <laughs> to, to make sure they can get the kids to the game. But what <laughs> happens is when they pull up to the game, they're about two minutes late and the truck comes sliding across the field and the, the door opens and all these kids get out with aprons on that got blood on it everywhere. And the, uh, the other kids team is like, I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play. I'm scared. I don't want to play. <laughs> well, actually, we do have aprons specially made for us because we wear them when we do a theater show. Oh, that's because so that funny. The stand-up uh, comedy we do, or the, the stand-up uh, spirituality, as we call it, uh, um, we act as the, as though we're still uh, working in a, in our father's in a, butcher shop. Oh, yeah. that is hilarious! So, uh, and, and yeah, but actually, of course, but but of course, because it's it's not very fashionable anymore to eat meat. So no. we are mm. vegetarian butcher shops, and in our theatrical butcher uh, shop, <laughs> we only sell vegetables. And and this year, this year because of Corona, we also we only sold uh, canned food. And I don't uh, know if you, talk, if you can talk about the Kent, uh, Angela. I don't know if they translate into English in a cool way. Uh, no, yeah. no, it's no, it's 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 uh, untranslatable what we do with the cans. But but I can explain because in in Holland the word for can, you know where the food is in, is the same word as you use for um, uh, a few. That's very weird, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or or um, uh, look, look. Yeah. So we have these cans and we, and we have these words on them. Like one of uh, um, a set of cans are looking back cans and the other are looking forward. So in, in Dutch, it's hilarious. Uh, in English, it's very it. weird. No, actually, but... I can see it, though. I can see it. This can looks forward. This can look. Because look, gotcha. I like that. I like that. I can yeah. see that. I can see that. So then we tell stories and then we juggle with the cans and then say to make it visual how people constantly, how we constantly are looking back and talking and, and projecting things into the future. And our thoughts keep going back and forwards, back and forwards and are never here now. Oh, that and is that's so cool. 
that's cool uh, when we use the cans for uh, for making that clear. So is it on YouTube? Where could, is it something people could see or is, do I have to be there and go to it? Is it like a show in person? It's a show in person. It's a show in person. We Got did it. it a few times, but actually uh, this month or next month, we will be on national television in Holland because um, uh, a program uh, did some recording in our, so a few minutes of it will be uh, will be uh, aired. Oh, wow. Okay, hold on. I got to redo something. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with TV stars. <laughs> Linda and Angela. Okay, now I had to, I just had to put it in that y'all were TV stars because I didn't know that part at first. <laughs> like, you know, that is so cool. I think what's so cool about it is just different. You know, it's just yeah. you, you've tapped into source and used your experience of life to create a, a space. To, to help um, relieve the suffering that, that human beings um, walk daily with living from the outside in. Um, I, I absolutely love that. That is, yeah, that I, is beautiful. And, and I really, really love that, that we, we can, I mean, the three principles are, are about lightheartedness. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and it's I couldn't so be a cool. part of it if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's so cool. It's so cool to be able to to teach, so to say. And I'm making air quotes for the people who are just, who can't see us. <laughs> One of the first times we did a, a theater show, somebody came along with her with with his wife and he didn't know about us. He didn't know about our podcasts, and he was sitting there. And his wife got a little bit nervous because he was looking very, very seriously. And she thought, oh, he's, he's not liking this. And then on the, way, on, the, on the way back home in the car, he was still looking serious. And his wife said, didn't you like it? Uh, didn't you like the show? And the only thing he said was, I have to stop doing the work I've been doing all these years. He was a therapist. Uh, oh. And, and, and and that from a from a theater show, we were amazed. Yeah. We were amazed. He got such I don't know, can we call it deep insights from from, from us yeah. sort of making around. from us making fun, fooling around at the stage. Yeah. You know what's what's interesting about that is my um my I grew up in the church. I grew up in the Southern Baptist uh in Birmingham, Alabama. My mom was an usher, one of my uncles is a pastor my godmother, my aunts, like all of them are deep into the church. And I had had some rifts, you know, with my growing up where I wanted to get away and separate myself from the church. My ex-wife, her mother, she used to always say, hey, I want you to come over to the house. Let's watch a movie. Because I used to love hanging out with her, my, my mother-in-law. And she would pop in what was at the time called a drama ministry. So they were drama reenactings of the Bible. And I fell in love with them. And I was like, wait, what just happened here? Here I am trying to move away. But the stories, when I could see them in drama form, you know, I understood it more. There was like this one story on the train to heaven and how the conductor was checking everybody as they come. And people were saying, well, my grandmother was very good woman. Shouldn't I get in? And it was like, no, it's you. It was just like a, and it really resonated with me. It really did. That's, I think that's why I'm so excited about wanting to see that because that I, I love, that is super cool. If the whole community was listening to you two right now, what is it that you would say to them? 
Wow, there are a couple of things going through my mind. Um, I'll, I'll keep it short. One is, don't try to act like George Bransky or Dickon or how much, however much I love them and how great they are. It's so cool if you if you just follow your own voice and your own inspiration and, and realize that, that sharing the principles can in a thousand different ways. It doesn't have to be in the way you see other people do it. And, um, and, and which is sort of our slogan, it's always easier than you think. As soon as it starts to get complicated, uh -uh, you're looking into in the form you're, you're, no, go back, go back, look in the other direction, what's creating this and, and, and move from there. Wow. There's hardly anything I can add to that that makes this <laughs> a better show or a, or a, a, a better um, episode. So, yeah, I'd I'd say um, do what you're inspired to do. Like Linda said, it's just just a very different different wording, but it's 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 from the same. Do it from the heart. You'll know when you're when 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 it's okay. You know you know what to do always because you've got the wisdom of the worlds inside of you and and there's nobody who can who needs to teach you that because you're already it but i'm now curious i'm so curious to hear when you start talking about the guy and one serious face and then waking up to having to change his whole profession what are some cool stories that you do see from the people who are in the butcher, the butcher's, you know, corner with you, or like, like, give me one. I know there's many, but give me like one cool story that somebody just woke up to that was just you couldn't, you, you just massage yourself with. Yeah, shall we talk about the the the? Oh yeah, that's was so funny. We did a three day immersion, and there was this one guy, a young guy in his thirties, I guess. And he had a re had a really tough time. He he had this major accident, and he was diagnosed with PTSD. You call it in English, mm -hmm. I guess. Post traumatic stress disorder. Yes, that's it. He he wasn't able to work anymore, and uh, one of the problems uh, was that he couldn't sleep. So over the course of fifteen years, because he had this accident when he was quite young, um, his sleep medication. Uh, the dosage went up and up and up until he wasn't at the maximum uh, dosage allowed. So, and, and still he couldn't sleep very well. So then <laughs> he came to us on this three-day Input immersion. Linda and Angela, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> immersion. And he was telling us about the, the, the well, his, his bad sleeping habits and, and, and the, the fact that he took this, uh, this, this medicine and he, he couldn't take any more because then he wouldn't be, uh, then he, he would fall asleep during the day and that wasn't a good idea either. And then one way or another, it occurred to us to, to, to play a sketch like we would do on, um, on stage and, and um, act as if he was um, being sleepless, being very cool and making selfies all night uh, 
and uh, putting them on Instagram with a hashtag. I'm, I'm, I'm not sleeping. And like it was this really cool thing to do. Not hashtag and stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag all night long. And so we did this whole spontaneous um, um, act. And uh, and he was he was laughing. He was laughing. He, he thought it was so so funny. And then so these three days were over. And and two days uh, after that, he, uh, he he sent Linda a message. And what had happened was amazing. He had stopped taking his sleeping medicine the day after he he left. Wow. And he was sleeping. So after Beautiful. 15 years being on these meds. Yeah. having fun about it and um, something just shifted. And of course, over the course of the three days, we, 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 we also talked a bit more seriously about the three principles <laughs> and uh, how they create experience. Uh, so it was not just a sketch, but no. it was, no. <laughs> it was very, sketch, very cool to see. Yeah, I think the sketch, what I love about the sketch was the deep breath. The, you know, the, the, the sketch, the laughter, because I, I personally believe it's I don't know if it's universally true, but I, for me, it's personally true. You can only laugh in the present. Yeah. So the moment I can get someone to laugh, even if it's for a few seconds, I have them in the now. And that's long enough to break the tension on the trauma that they're bringing from the past to hear some additional information. Just it's over full, like before the laughter. The cup cannot take anything else. No more teaching, no more content, no more facilitating. I have to get that laugh, present moment now, or whatever the thing is to get them present moment. But I need that laugh because I, I yeah. just personally believe something happens in the laugh. Yeah, for me too. It's when I feel serious about something or about myself, when I take myself seriously, that's my wake up call. Yeah, Angela, oh, definitely. You're believing something that isn't true wow. because it's not in line with your true nature. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.